you can't control everything and one day something's gonna happen. So hopefully you've so ingrained them truths from God's word and then you just bathe them in prayer and say, Lord, protect, you've protected David from a bear, from a lion, protect my kid from the internet. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, welcome back to In Grace. This is Jim Scudder, and today we are continuing to talk about protecting our children and our grandchildren from the onslaught of the internet, of media, of music. How do we protect our children? How do we make sure that these messages that are anti-God and anti-Bible absorbed without us even realizing it into the minds of these young children. Well, we're going to talk more about that today as we are in a series called Raising Great Kids, and this is one of those things that we need to be especially vigilant about as parents, grandparents, aunts, and uncles, or just people that care and help parents. And hopefully today we'll learn a few things that we need to be aware of. One of the things that we're going to do today that's a little unique, we're going to do this today and again later this week. At the end of this message, which will be about halfway through today's show, I'm going to bring on a panel of two more pastors. They're actually brothers, Pastor Mark Julian and Pastor Paul Julian. I grew up with them, and together we're all on staff at Quentin Road Baptist Church, but we're all parents, and uh, we have kids of varying ages, and uh, the panel is going to then answer some questions. And I think you'll get some really good insight into some practical ways to raise our kids and protect our kids. So that'll be coming up today as well. We also have been mentioning here at InGrace that we're going on an Alaska cruise. We're calling it the InGrace Creation Cruise to Alaska, and it is a seven-day voyage. We start in Whittier, Alaska, and we cruise all the way to Vancouver, Canada. And it's one of those cruises that you're going to be able to see the most beautiful uh, scenery in the world. And I've been all over the world, and this is one of my favorite places to go uh, because it has every element of God's creation and actually elements of the flood, believe it or not, and the Ice Age, these glaciers. We're going to talk about all of that on this cruise. Now, it's not just lectures, although we're going to be having some lectures in the evening, some worship time on the ship. All the in-grace people that are going to be on this ship, we have a room that'll fit 60 people, and so it's not a massive group, but we have a really nice-sized group that will sit together and uh, worship together and learn about God's creation in the evening. So this is one of those great opportunities. It's Holland America, which is a great cruise line. So if you're interested in coming along, my wife Karen and I would love to have you on this cruise and get to know you. Uh, you can contact us by calling us at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE. And uh, you can also get the brochure right on our website, ingraceradio.com. If you'll click on travel when you get to the website and then click on the Alaska cruise, I think you'll be excited to see all the details of our trip. The world is bombarding our children with things that are against God so how can parents, how can aunts and uncles and grandparents and friends protect these young, impressionable little children? I think of what was the danger back in King David's day when he was a boy. You didn't have to worry about the internet. You didn't have to worry about movies. You didn't have to worry about video games. You had to worry about bears and lions. 
So look at 1 Samuel 17. In verse 37, David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of the Philistine. At the end of the day, do all you can to protect your children. Protect them. Expose them in a controlled way where you're talking with them about these things. Don't never talk about these things. You have to talk about sex. You have to talk about you know, evolution, creation, all of these things, you have to because they're going to hear it and you'll probably need to do that early, earlier than you think, okay? So be aware of these things, but at the end of the day, we would never sleep a wink if we couldn't just trust the Lord with a lot of this too, right? If David could be protected from a bear and from a lion, and that's something that God helped him with, he said, the Lord delivered me, so can the Lord deliver your children from the evil around them. I'm not saying that that neglects you from being the parent and controlling and guiding and being careful with what they're exposed to, but you're, you can't control everything, and one day something's going to happen. So hopefully you've so ingrained them truth from God's word and then you just bathe them in prayer and say, Lord, protect. You've protected David from a bear, from a lion. Protect my kid from the internet. Okay? Pray that. Pray that. Ask the Lord for wisdom. James 1.5, if any of you lack wisdom. Any of you parents lack wisdom? All of our hands better go up. Let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Folks, we need wisdom, especially in the area of parenting. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Ask the Lord, how do I deal with this? How do I control this? How do I explain this to a kid? But do that. Ask for wisdom. Now, I've got a verse for you that I want you to use in a certain stage of life. The verse is 1 Thessalonians 5.17. And this verse I want you to use when your teenage daughter gets her driving permit. <laughs> I'm telling you. So I had two traumatic experiences in my life. One was my sister, who was older than me. And I say that only to help you understand the story, not to say that she's older than me. She is older than me. <laughs> and so she got to learn how to drive. Now, I knew how to drive I don't know. I, I drove little John Deere tractors. I drove, I drove stuff when I was little. But so now she's driving, and she, God love her, <laughs> not a born operator, okay? <laughs> and you know the way the cars used to be? Today you get in them, and you, don't even, you push a button, and they go for you. You don't even have to drive anymore. But this was back in the old days. We had a steering wheel, and we had a stick shift. And it was one of the old diesels. Old diesels? Very finicky with the clutch. And I don't even know why. Mom, why was I in the back seat while my dad was trying to teach my sister how to drive? <laughs> we were in Hawthorne Woods. And we were in, in the subdivision. It was just like no one's around. Streets are empty. Julie's trying to shift, grinding the gears, popping the clutch, things dying, jerking back and forth. That's why they call it a rabbit. <laughs> and the worst case scenario, we pull up to a stop sign and we're on an incline. 
That's bad, right? Bad, 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 bad with my sister at the helm and a cop pulls up behind us, right behind us. And I'm just like getting down in my seat. Like, I cannot believe this. And my dad couldn't believe this. And so sure enough, herky-jerky, we get started and, and dies and gets started and dies. And finally, the cop slowly pulls around us and looks. My dad's like, yeah, pray without ceasing. <laughs> True story. Julie's version might be different, but mine is correct. So fast forward many years, and now it's my turn. I'm the dad, I'm sitting in the right seat of the car, and it's my daughter, Amy. And her grandpa had just given her a car. Now, this wasn't a diesel rabbit, but much larger. It was a Crown Victoria. And you remember how the cars used to lurch a little bit and you're, when they're going a little slow, and then, you know, they kind of get going faster. She did a fantastic job. She went and got her permit, uh, she passed, which I'm a little surprised at, but <laughs> she got her permit. And so she's driving home, and the whole church knew that we were going to go get her permit. All of you, all of the staff, you know, were, were saying, pray for me, pray for me, kind of joking around, you know, we're going to go get Amy's permit. Um, and so we're pulling back in, and she just did such a great job. Literally, I couldn't believe it. Like, whoa, she knows what she's doing. She can drive. We're pulling in, we're parking the parking lot on the north side of the building, and uh, we were pulling in next to one of the church's old white Suburbans, and a light pole pulling in, everything was good, everything was good, and the car lurched a little bit, and so she thought, I must have my foot on the wrong pedal. <laughs> so she lifted her foot off the pedal that she thought was the brake and pushed her foot on the pedal um, that now she thinks is the brake, and she mashed on the gas. And we lurched forward <laughs> and jammed that Crown Vic between that white Suburban and the light pole. And she's bawling. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I did the only thing I knew what to do. I called Karen. <laughs> Karen, come get your daughter. She needs you right now. Pray without ceasing. You know, it's funny though, her and Erica, they had a, a blue Sentra that my dad let them drive and they pulled into the garage, both of them, and this is like a year or two apart, both of them popped off one of the mirrors on, and, and they did it on both sides of the car. <laughs> like, how do, you, how do you do that? You popped off the mirror on both sides of the car and it's really tough to drive without rear view mirrors. Pray without ceasing. And all, all seriousness, that, that might be the most traumatic experience of parenting is taking your teenage, I'll say daughter, but I should say teenager to get their driver's permit. In all seriousness, do everything you know to do and then cast your care upon him. For he careth for you. This can be consuming, this can be overwhelming. Protect them, guide them, help them, but then ask for wisdom, pray without ceasing, and then cast all your care upon him, for he careth for you. And you'll be okay, you'll make it. This world is wicked. It's not as wicked as it was in the times of the Bible being written, 
But at the times of the Bible, they weren't able to pump their wickedness to every person on your devices. They say they're smart devices. I don't think so. I don't think so. Not very smart. How many animals could fit on Noah's Ark? Did the flood really cover the entire earth? If you're wrestling with the answers to these questions, look no further than Ingrace's exciting video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark, where Jim Scudder walks through the amazing Ark encounter in northern Kentucky with Bodie Hodge, the son-in-law of Answers in Genesis founder, Ken Ham. This incredible series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to Ingrace. And when your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, A Walk Through Creation with Ken Ham, and exploring God's oceans. Or get our entire eight-series creation bundle for only $100. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to learn about a young earth and explore the beauty of God's world. Call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. I would like to ask for Pastors Paul and Mark Julian to come up and I'm going to have them as a panel today as we answer your real parent questions. One of you asked the question, how do you balance electronic usage, particularly video games, for boys? So since you all are a little closer to raising your kids, you're still raising your kids, your kids are grown, uh, what do you say? Yeah, that was kind of a thing for us as our boys were older, where the games were connected online. Now it's all online where you're playing. And that's a fun thing where you can play your friends that you go to school with and all that. And I think you just have to have a way that you guard uh, those connections and know when they're gaming and when they're not. And you have control over that when it's off and it's not, you know, going till two or three in the morning, you know, when you're in bed and who knows who they're connecting with and who they're talking to. And it's all nowadays, it's all um, like headset you're talking to your friends. I mean, it's like you're live. So Caleb, he likes to play the phone. And he would play the phone from 6 o'clock in the morning until he goes to bed, 12.30. Um, no, but he'll do that all the time. So we don't let that happen. Um, Cade's got, uh, what do they call it, PS4, I think. And so he likes to play that every once in a while, but he doesn't play it a lot. But one of the things that that does is connects with other people. And I've just always been really uncomfortable with that. And he and I have had several conversations about that, why I don't want that happening. Like you were saying, it's so important that even if they are playing a video game, watching a video on the iPad or the laptop or whatever, that they're always with us. And we can hear what's going on. We can see what's going on. And so uh, I think we just limit it as far as time goes, but then also what you were saying, the type of video games that we allow to be played. We don't do the killing stuff and that type of thing just because I think what it does to the mind is so bad. All right, so how do you keep your kids in the bubble is the question, meaning we want to protect them, but still reach out to other kids and be relatable. I would say they have to understand what the bubble is. So a bubble is not isolation. A bubble is protection and help them understand what that's all about. If they feel that um, the goal is to be isolated, you're going to lose your kids. But if they feel like the goal is to protect against 
the wicked influence, which goes back to what Pastor was saying, where you're talking through these things, you're teaching through these things, you're helping them understand the why, that's a big difference. We can do all of the same things, but we can do it with the kids. So um, if you're going to the why, right, and they're going to shoot hoops, I mean, I would never just drop the kids off and say, I'll pick you up in two hours. I mean, that there's no way. But I'll go in with them and shoot hoops, right? Or um, whatever activity we're doing, we're doing with them. Or if it's at home and there's neighbor kids, we want anything that's going to happen to be under our control. So come on over to our house and play. And we've had this happen before. And my whole garage is now outside because the neighbor kids have taken everything out of the garage. And so we spend time putting it back, but they still have the opportunity to have fun. We have the opportunity to maybe invite them later to something, but we've maintained that control in that situation. Excellent. Um, how to co-parent if you're divorced and the other parent does not have the same biblical values as you. Let me just comment on this. Um, those of you in that situation, it's really, really hard for you. Um, uh, not impossible, but certainly a challenge. I'll just say this. God has a special place in his heart for those that don't have everything that the rest of us have. Uh, he has a special uh, heart of compassion for orphans and for widows. And if you misuse or abuse a younger person, uh, there's extremely strong consequence for that. So I think God makes up the difference, okay? If you are parenting alone, let's say you're parenting and the other parent doesn't have the same values. That could very easily happen. Probably in a lot of your lives that is happening. What do you do? Do everything you can do that is right. Discuss this with the other person and tell them your values and just ask that they limit certain things. And they should respect that. You know, please don't let them watch this or that or whatever it is. Just ask. Not to say that they will, but ask for those things. And if you're kind and you're not a jerk yourself, uh, maybe they will abide by your wishes when they have the children. Any advice on that? Just in working with people over the years, here's what I know does not work. Absolutely does not work. Two things. It's not a competition between you and the other parent. If you make it personal with your kids between the two of you, even if you're talking about spiritual things, it will not work. This has to be about the word of God is what leads us. The word of God is what the absolute truth is versus I'm better than mom or I'm better than dad or I'm this or I'm that. It doesn't work because the kids will be that much more torn apart than they already are. So put the focus on where you're leading them, which is if they do the digging and they do the research as they get older to see what you're saying is true and the word of God backs it up, guess which way they're going to go, hopefully right? But it's not a personal thing between you and the other side. It's not a scoreboard tactic. It doesn't work. Last question. This is the big one. I think if we get this right, we're going to be fine. Should grandparents discipline? Pastor Mark? <laughs> Answer? No, my grandparents I'm surprised. You, I thought you would say, yeah. No. Because you don't have grandkids yet. Uh, no. Absolutely not. Let me, let me just tell you this. Not even um, a little bit? Like, No, I want to know who asked that question. That's my, no. Um, it's not like anything goes uh, when, we're, when we're grandparenting. We do have a lot, a lot of fun, and the last thing we want to do is discipline them. But don't 
push us. <laughs> we had one of our grandchildren on a trip. That grandchild had never experienced a spanking from us. And you could tell. She was uh, pushing us and she was acting just awful. We knew she wouldn't do that if she was around her parents. And we finally got to the point where like, that's it. And she was very surprised when grandma took her and gave her a spanking. But uh, she learned that you know, there is a line with us. Even grandparents, there is a line. Now, grandparents, in all seriousness, respect your children, honor them, uh, but let your kids do the disciplining, correcting. Uh, we will tell their parents. We will threaten to tell their parents, uh, but we try to let the parents That's do what that. Molly and I are really good at. We threaten. That's all it takes yeah. right now. Do you want me to call your dad? We're going to call your dad. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 don't call dad. <laughs> that, that's all it takes. We'll do this again and continue to talk about this, but I think these are good to have real-life questions and things that we can help you with. Have you received Jesus Christ as Savior? A lot of you have, but some of you might not have. And it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, message, and that is that, that we were created in the image of God. We blew it. We rebelled against him. Sin has entered the world, and death by sin, and all the wickedness and rebellion is a result of that original rebellion in the Garden of Eden. But God loves you, doesn't want to be separated you for eternity in the place that he created for the devil and the demons, and that's hell. And therefore, he sent his son, Jesus, to die for you. And he did. He died and he rose again. And if you will believe in him, if you will put your faith in him, you will be saved from your sins and be on your way to heaven. So it all starts there. It starts at receiving by faith Jesus and accepting the gift called everlasting life. If you have questions about your eternal salvation, about eternal life, about heaven, about hell, please contact us at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE. And you can do that during business hours or anytime on our website, ingraceradio.com. Uh, we are burdened about uh, raising kids these days and, and how hard it is. And so we have this entire Raising Great Kids series available for parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, pastors, people that are just concerned and you want to get this entire series. It's all on one CD and it's available here at InGrace for under $12, ingraceradio.com or 1-800-78-GRACE. And then we also want to remind you that we're going on an Alaska cruise in July, and uh, we still have some room for more of you to come if you'd like to come. It's going to be a beautiful uh, newer ship. It's a Holland America cruise line. The ship is called New Amsterdam, and uh, it's one of those kind of classy cruise lines, and we've done it before, and we're really happy with Holland America. And if you really want to see creation, I think the cruise is the way to go. It's calm waters most of the time, so people that are worried about getting seasick, you don't have to worry about that most of the time. Uh, I'm not going to promise anything, but it's always just been like glass. And then those of you that are worried about like the COVID vaccine and restrictions and all that, everything's been lifted. And so it's just like it used to be on these cruise lines. So if you'd like to check out our brochure, at least, uh, it's always nice to dream, right? You can go to our website and print it and look at it right on our website, or you can ask us to mail you a copy on the website or by calling. So the number is 1-800-78-GRACE, and the website is ingraceradio.com. So 1-800-78-GRACE and ingraceradio.com. When you go to the website, just click on travel and then click on the cruise. We also are thanking those of you that support InGrace 
released this month with a video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark. This is the full-size ark at Answers in Genesis, and Bodhi Hodge, who is Ken Han's son-in-law, gives us a tour. We talk about not just the ark and the size and how all the animals fit on and you know all the layers of uh, the geologic layers uh, that the flood laid down, we talk about so many issues all relating to Genesis. So you're going to really love this video. Again, a gift of any amount will get you a tour of Noah's Ark. If your gift is $35 or more, let me send you a walk through the Creation Museum with Ken Ham and diving in the Keys. It's called Exploring God's Ocean. Don't forget to get the video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark, for your gift of any amount. When your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, a walkthrough creation with Ken Ham and Exploring God's Oceans. Or get our entire eight-series creation bundle for just $100. Call 800-78-GRACE, go to ingraceradio.com, or write to us at Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us 800 78 Grace or go online ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.